the seeing characters from Joy Division. Turns out I'm not dead. And you're listening to Jonah Radio. You can dance, dance, dance to the radio, Jonah. If this gonna be that kind of party, I'm gonna stick my dick in the mashed potato. Kneel down! Out here, just a little bit Ooh, stranger. Ooh, but I'll trip it down. Get off the cross, dude. Get the light shoulder. Hang with your friends. Thanks for tuning in to Jonah Radio on this exact time that you're listening to it. My name is Jonah Ray, D.O.K. Make it. Cash Hartzell is here. Hi, everybody. Neil is here. Welcome home, Jonah. And our guest for today. It's Will Wheaton. Hello. Hey. <laughs> that, was a re- that was a wonderful fanfare. Yes. You know what? I realize people know who you are. We don't need to go over your credits. That fanfare was for me. That was for you. It was just for me it was personally just for you. to experience. If you want it again, would you? His name starts with a W. Will Wheaton, everybody. No. Yeah. So the the I gotta ask you, yeah. the one L. Where'd that come from? Uh the story from my mother is that she wrote a note to um, my father when I was a baby that said, we're going home. We'll see you there. Love, Deb and Will. And she signed it with one L. Oh. And it just stuck. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's nice. I have run into people, young people. I'm a middle-aged person now. And I've, it's not uncommon for me to run into people who are younger How than How old me. are you now? 47. So you think you're only going to make it another 47 years? I think so. Yeah. I think that's about reasonable. I think that's about reasonable. 98? Yeah. Right? I mean, that's that's not bad. Yeah, that's a good run. That's yeah, a great it's run. It's longer than I'd like, I think. Not for you. You, <laughs> I, you I, I hope, live forever. I, I don't. It's, it's just like when you're 98, you're old for a real long time. I feel like we're going to... We are the generation that's going to be really old right before the cool you get old and get to live to be 150 technology starts <laughs> happening. The like we're know. the last one. We're going to be right at the end of that. Like that last part of the ride. Uh, do you really want to stick around? Uh, I think it's going to be great. Yeah? Yeah. Like how are you going to have a single fuck to give when you're that old? It's a good point. You've got point. nothing left to prove. Yeah. You're just kind of like, I'll get to hang out with other aging Gen Xers. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be amazing. We'll still be talking about the Pixies. Yeah. 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 Such a crush on Janine Graffa. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what it's going to be like. I remember when I saw singles. <laughs> <laughs> Camel Scott spoke for a generation. I'm still waiting for somebody. Um <laughs> Yeah, but you were going to say like you're starting to run into young people. Oh, so kids, I'm starting right? to run into young people like teenagers and, and 20-somethings and their parents have named them Will with one L and they named them after me. Oh, that's oh, interesting. Which is real weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is real super, super weird. That is really weird. It's kind of cool. Yeah. But it's also really super weird. That all, you know, then happens, that's happened to me twice, but just, but in like, but the thing is, but it's just Jonah, it's just, a, it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, they'll be like, oh yeah, like we knew who you were. That's, and this is always, it's a lot of caveats. They'll be like, it's like, we knew, we know who you are, but like it made us talk about the name Jonah. And oh, okay. it's like, you know, cause yours is like the one L that's, that's you. 
Yeah. yeah. It's idiosyncratic, yeah. Mine's a really old name. For a very it is. It's very yeah. old. Yeah, biblical. Yeah. As Liam Gallagher would say. There was a there was a, a minute where Will Smith spelled his name with one L and I was so excited. Oh, <laughs> I thought it was the coolest thing. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, we spell our names the same way. Yeah, We're exactly. gonna be buddies. <laughs> Which, of course, but that's just short for Willennium. Yeah, yes. which I didn't know at the time. Yes. Because yeah. we never became buddies. Yeah. You guys want to know a uh, 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 real talk secret? I've never seen any of the bad boys. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. I've the never first seen one's it. hilarious. That's what I... People love those movies. Yeah. Uh, you know what? coming out, right? They just already came out. Okay. Like made like... Like all the money. Okay. You know who yeah. was originally supposed to star in that movie? In the, in the movie in those two roles? John Lovitz. And Dana Carvey. What? 1993, yep. they were supposed to make that movie, and they and it fell apart, and yeah. they couldn't do it. And because Michael Bay was attached. It no, was be Jerry a- Bruckheimer was the, like, I don't know. I read that tweet, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Oh, cool. Uh, Jesus. Just not the whole thing. So you didn't get the um, whole story. Uh, well, you, you, uh, you, you tend to, you post a lot about music. When I do. You, on, on the internet. And, um, and... So like, like you said, Gen X, but like you also, but you grew up in LA. I grew up in LA. I'm like five years too young to have gone to all the incredible LA shows. I'm just too young to have seen like X and the Minutemen and the Go-Go's and the Screamers and like like all the bands that I'm crazy about. Yeah. I listen to them on the radio um, and I am just too young to have seen them. So I'm catching them now. Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> and they're going around, and it's great. I took X just played, right? I took my ago. son Ryan to see X with Reverend Horton Heat and The Damned. <laughs> oh wow. shit! Fuck! Wow. It was such a great show. Our friend Ben Getting saw The Damned at Punk Rock Bowling last year and said it was great. They were phenomenal. They played the entirety of Machine Gun Etiquette. Oh shit! And then they did like a cl- close to like a twelve-minute version of Curtain Call to finish the whole oh my set. God! And my son is thirty. He's like he grew up around this music because of me, but he had never actually seen any of them and never like would have gone on his own. So I got to take him with me. Oh, that's really cool. And it was like, I, I hope it meant as much to him as it meant to me that we got to share that experience together. (laughs) I don't know if it does. I don't know if he's old enough is yet. That, that just it's like starting a dad, to work. I, that I, just, yeah. That's just a dad thing. It's like, and also I hope his dad is like never asking him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, the yeah. That really feels like it's like being a dad constantly feels like it's like uh, I kind of fucked up right there. I hope they don't remember this for the rest of their lives. And yeah. uh, it's like, man, I really nailed this. I hope they remember this for the rest of their lives. I am at this moment in my life. This is going to make your whole podcast really heavy. I'm at this moment in my life where I'm realizing how cruel and abusive my father was to me for mm. my entire life. Wow, yeah, yeah. And and how terrible that is. Just now and you're doing just, that. Yeah, just in the last two years. Yes. Wow. Uh, is that is that is this like from coming out of the haze of uh, like drinking? Is yes. That, yeah. Absolutely it is. Yeah, not a coincidence that I got sober four years ago. Yes. <laughs> and, and it took me two years to realize, oh my goodness, I am... In an abusive relationship. Yes. And um, I'm really glad that I that I realized it, and I'm mm. glad that I'm out of it, and I don't regret not talking to them anymore. Um, nice. Um, uh, there is an incredible amount of sadness. There is an incredible amount of, uh, of, of pain that I am dealing with, but it has made me uh, really aware of how important it is to me that my kids know 
how much I love them, how much I want them to do well in their lives according to them, not according to me. Yes. How much I want them to just be happy and find success on their terms. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, at, at I, I feel like I am running the risk of becoming like the Fred Armisen's character in Big Mouth where I just want to kiss everybody (laughs) and I just want to hug everybody and make sure that they know how special they are to me and how important they are because I never got that yeah Uh, and and a couple of times my my younger son a couple of times has been like you're kind of weirding me out oh wow (laughs) like okay I'm sorry all these it's just are you are you gonna be that dad that just cries like about it's like everything he's gonna call you you're like oh it's so nice that you called <laughs> he called me out of the blue a couple of days ago. he lives out of state he called me out of blue out of the blue the other day and i was like what's going on <laughs> oh, i just wanted to call to ask you a question about python programming okay <laughs> let me help you <laughs> i love that you called me yeah and then you're done and then like ann comes home you're like you'll never guess what happened yeah <laughs> our son called me yeah she's like is and i'm like yeah, nope, yeah, that's the whole yeah, story the whole thing uh so but like it's like as such a music fan did you feel ever when he was growing up to like it's like like yeah here's the beatles here's this here's that yeah, I was, um, it was really important to me that I break them away from mainstream radio music. Yeah. Because uh, that's what I grew up with. Yeah. Um, uh, when but I grew- you grew up, with, you had K-Rock. I had K-Rock and, and I had KXLU. And then uh, KTU8. Um, no, not, what's, and, K, what's the, KXLU is the. KXLU yes. is the college station out of Loyola. Yes, that's um, the yeah, good one. Um, and then I had uh, 91X when the propagation was good. They're from San Diego mm. and they were terrific. Wow. Um, and uh, then uh, I got really into like electronic music for a minute it, when, I See, was, like, when I was like 20 and yes. Mars FM kind of led that. So Mars was an electronic station. So what? This is like Ma- early Mars was, 90s. Mars, yeah. This would have been around 92, and yeah. and Mars was. It's when Chris and I lived together in Westwood. Yeah, and then and, like, and you guys got into like basically uh, like the rave scene, right? Yeah, yeah. It was. It was. Um, I've never done drugs at a rave. Um, I've only experienced raves as a sober person and oh. I love them. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I had. I wouldn't. I don't think I would enjoy it now because I'm old and it's loud. But yeah. when I was a kid the lights and the music was great and yeah. the energy was terrific. It was a very positive scene, I guess, because everybody Plur. was like rolling on Plur, ecstasy. Right? So, was, that, was that like around, the, uh, was it peace, love, unity, respect? respect? I think so. That was like, that's from when I heard about like raves, that plur. I've the, never heard that. Yeah, that's so what maybe, I heard about. Maybe, maybe, our, maybe our rave experience predates that. <laughs> yeah, it's possible, um, yeah. Because the ones we went to were like real illegal in-warehouse parties yes um like You're very throwing da- shapes very dangerous yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> we should not be in this place yeah um but yeah but i love that for for maybe a year near in the yeah. in the early 90s it was great yeah i mean i i went to like you know in hawaii i went to a couple raves just because just like there wasn't much to do it's so yeah. it, like an event yeah. was happening you'd go it was something open late you'd go and i i ended up going to a handful I remember I was like, but I was very, I was still very against it. I was still like a punk. So I was just like, I was like, this is dumb. But it was yeah. like, I was, and then like, I, I heard this one, it was kind of more like, I went to like the drum and bass room and something or some kind of industrially. And it's like, I was like, oh, this actually sounds pretty good. And this guy was like, yeah, this is Gabber. And I was like, I was like, I was like, yeah, this is fucking intense. And then 
but I'd never told it. I was embarrassed by yeah. liking it. You know, that, that weird, that's the worst, that's the worst side of punk rock. It's just like, you know. I was really lucky to avoid that because I was such a Rollins nerd and Rollins whole thing is like, fuck you. If you're going to tell me what I'm allowed to like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can like whatever you want. That's the most punk rock thing. Yeah. He just, he just put out a book to like stay fanatic, I think. And my yeah. friends reading it, it's all about just like how important it is to just continue to be excited about things. Yeah. And that's really, really fucking, uh, I, I do think it's like, it's, it's just neat to like, you know, always try. That's like with this podcast, just like finding out these little bands that are still doing stuff and whatnot. Did you read John Doe's book? I uh, did not. I was so, never like huge into X. Like, okay. uh, yeah, like I, I like them and I appreciate their, you know, their spot. Yep. Uh, but I really don't go past like, you know, knowing the big songs off of, uh, Los Angeles. Okay. Yeah. Um, his book is a, it's an oral history of LA punk from 77 to like 83. Is that please kill me? Uh, no, oh. that's Legs McNeil's one that's about right. New York. This, oh, one's, okay. this one's called, um, uh, uh, Under the Big Black Sun. Oh, okay. Uh, and, and then they, then they just came out with a sequel to it, which I think is called See How We Are, but I'm not hundred percent sure mm-hmm. about that. Um, uh, anyway, it's all these people that were in the bands that kind of invented punk rock in, on the West coast. Yeah. And they all write essays, and in the audiobook, they read them. Oh, that's fun. It's the coolest thing. I like that. It's really cool. So even if you're not into X, I think you would dig it. Yeah, probably. Because um, it's just like hearing the guys from the Minutemen talk about how they were inspired by the New York Dolls and how they were super disappointed that they didn't sound more like them. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, but, but you're the Minutemen. Like, yeah, yeah what, exactly. What's there to be bummed out about? Yeah. Uh, and in that book, Jane Wheedland talks about the LA punk scene being artists and weirdos, and uh, like Belinda Carlisle was going to fashion school and was making clothes out of garbage bags. And Jeez. they were like, they were all these like street kids. So all of the fashion of all the, 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 like the safety pins and junk, it's all from like out of necessity. And yeah. then it like became mm-hmm. a look, but she talks about how it was this very inclusive scene. It was a real queer scene. Yeah. It was just like real diverse and weird. And then hardcore came up from orange County <laughs> And it got violent and it got aggressive and yeah. and the same thing happened to the rave scene in 1990. Oh, wow. So Funny. it had been this like... When the kids from the suburbs... It, yeah. It's like as soon as Orange County came up, <laughs> it, it just wrecked it. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. I mean, like, you know, just that it's a, it's like city kids and just inclusive. And then there's just, you know, the kids, the bored kids in the suburbs that just are angry that they're not a part of it. They yeah. come up and fuck it up. For everybody, move to a city. Uh, we're going to uh, take a break with a song uh, uh, right now. Will, you going to stick around after the break? Yeah. Oh, great, 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 great. Um, I, I, I'm sorry. I drove all the way out here to talk to you for 10 minutes and leave. Good, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we're going to uh, play a song. If you want a song on this uh, show, email it to us. Jonah Radio, R-A-Y-D-I-O at gmail.com uh, is how you get your music played on this show. We are going to play a song that was submitted to us from Sad Giants out of Reno, and this is Until It's My Time.
Hey everybody, it's Cash here for Audible. It, well, it's that time of year where everybody's running around getting gifts for people. Well, you should get an Audible membership because audiobooks are great all year round, not just during the holidays. If you want to get Audible for just $6.95 a month, you should head over to audible.com slash radio or text radio to 500-500 to get a special 67% off price for three months. Now, Audible's a great stop for all of your memoirs, your funny books, your novels, your romances, your sci-fis, everything. Audible's got it all. This week, we're talking about Nick Offerman performs Mark Twain's A Connecticut Yankee in King Arthur's Court. That's right. The guy you know from being married to Megan Mullally and Parks and Recreation is reads the classic American bard Mark Twain's tale of time travel and English people. Well, if you want this special offer where you get one free audiobook and two Audible originals every month for just six ninety five. Head over to audible.com slash radio or text radio to five hundred five hundred. Audible, it's the place for audiobooks and more. Hey, are you a radio head, meaning you're a fan of the Jonah Radio podcast? <laughs> well, we got we got some t shirts for you. Our friend Dana Lechtenberg uh, has uh, brought back some of our classic era designs for shirts that will only be available for one month. A limited time selection. So head over to jonahradio.merchtable.com. And you can get a Super Chunk parody shirt of Jonah Radio. You can get our Bad Brains. Or you can choose our you can, a Bad Brains t-shirt. I'm sorry. Are you all right? Yeah. Oh, Okay. You just look, wrong with you? I don't know. You looked at me. Yeah, listen to what you're saying. Oh, you can get our Bad Brains t-shirt, or you can select from oh some of these God. greatest hits that we uh, we are cycling through. They're print-on-demand, so if you see something you like, you just choose your size, which design you want, click a little button, and it's on your way. People have been asking for these Jonah Radio t-shirts for a long time, so we're very happy that we're going to give you this selection of them. Yeah. Big Black. We have, we have a so songs about fucking version of that. We have Yank Crime, a Drive Like Jehu uh, shirt, uh, the Super Chunk shirt. So like, go and check them out at jonahradio.merchtable.com and help us support our friend Dana Lechtenberg, who's supporting us throughout the years. All right, that was uh, <clears throat> Sad Giants uh, uh, with off the uh, single Sunday Best Until It's My Time, Sad Giant, also what I called myself in high school. Aww. Now it is that time, well, I'm sure you know, <laughs> where we dive in. Oh, I, I enjoy diving into things. To the whys and whos of music news. That's right, well, it's time for music news. Uh, I enjoy music Yes, we talk about the uh, current events of music and use it uh, to inspire us. Sure. To talk about <clears throat> what the fuck ever. Yep. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, uh, is it? Oh. Is yep. it Rock and Roll Hall yep. of Fame time it's, again? It's class of 2020. What fresh controversy. 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 Um, well, first off, the class of 2020, Nine Inch Nails getting in there. Uh, Depeche Mode, Whitney Houston, no argument. Notorious B.I.G., right. T. Rex, and the Doobie Brothers. 
Hey, they're all being I inducted. Mean, those are all solid inductions. Those are all solid inductions. Uh, I saw Ben. Um, what's the the keyboard player from Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers? Uh, ben Montage. Oh, ben really Montage. glad to not know that. <laughs> why, why? Why? Do not like Tom Petty. I don't understand that. Not at all. even it's, a little how, bit. How can you well, not like aggressively try. dislike Tom Petty? Why? <laughs> I don't know. I just I have never I have never ever liked Tom Petty or the Heartbreakers. <laughs> Put them together, forget it. <laughs> What's your take on Huey Lewis and the news? <clears throat> Huge fan. Of both. <laughs> of both of them. Yes. The news Cy- more than Huey. <laughs> we, saw, uh, we, we saw <laughs> Huey Lewis. So Huey Lewis was playing at the Ventura County Fair. And Ann and I went up there a couple of years ago. And uh, they were amazing. The energy was so great. I heard. Huey Lewis is like 106 years old. He's also and, going deaf. Yep. And, and he brought more energy and more enthusiasm to, to his stage presence than people that are a third his age no. who have no excuse. Yeah. Yeah. He was great. It wasn't the original news. And he was like, we don't have the original news. Oh, interesting. <laughs> it's the new news. It's old news. It's the new news. It's the new news. Oh, yes. fake news. Yeah. yeah. Huey Lewis and the fake news. Huey Lewis and the Yahoo News. Um. <laughs> The USA Today News. <laughs> I want to, I just, Tom Petty's so good. <laughs> I just don't understand how you can have, like him. You know, I don't, listen, and I know it's, it's preference. Like, I know it's just music. Look, it's, like, it's like, it's, it's, it is, uh, if I can you grew quote, up in Los Angeles, in California. I mean, it might be. It's like, is it the same reason? Like, uh, I mean, you know. so I grew up in Los Angeles. Yeah. Like I am, I, I am ride or die for the San Fernando Valley. Yeah. <laughs> that is where I am from. Yeah. And like, I will fight people over it. Yeah. Oh, and like Brody Stevens. Yeah. 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 One eight. That's, that's what I'm talking die. about. I've been in 818 since it was 213. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've been here for a while. Okay. That feels like that could have also had been a Brody joke. <laughs> yeah. I'm, eight, I'm so 818. I'm 213. So true. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so we just had like, for a place that is, you know, that's like that stuff comes from. Yeah, I was, I am not especially open minded on, on like uh, on like the art and stuff that I like. It's but because like it's I, like you're like you've dealt with traffic on Ventura Boulevard, so you don't want to hear. I don't want to hear somebody yeah. like romanticizing it. The traffic on Ventura Boulevard is terrible. Yeah. If the lyric had said something like "The traffic on Ventura Boulevard can suck my dick," because fuck you, Ventura Boulevard, why do you suck so hard? <laughs> I would have been like, "Cool, do the 405 next." Yeah, I mainly brought up Ventura Boulevard because we were talking about Tom Petty, and Neil has yet to play our Ventura Boulevard sound drop. I can't find it. Oh, that's rough. <laughs> but somebody yeah, pointed out, is it in uh, that that you can you can go to any sushi restaurant on Ventura Boulevard and it's going to be the best sushi you've ever had because so many of them open on Ventura Boulevard that if it's not the best you've ever had, it's going to close. Yes. So there's this arms race of <laughs> yeah, like I remember incredible hole in the wall sushi joints on Ventura Boulevard. I went to one once and it was like they had a frame picture of, or a frame like a newspaper article of just like the sushi wars of Ventura Boulevard. So great. Wow. Yeah. But it's not like the uh, the burrito, the taco trucks of Echo Park. Remember when the uh, or the firebombing? Yeah, when the, which which one was that taco? Taco Zone. Taco Zone got firebombed. No just shit. Like, by a yeah. rival taco Years truck. Ago. Yeah. Years by ago. Tacos Arisas. What? Tacos Arisas is the truck that's like two blocks over. Yes. Well, that's what everyone speculated. But it's also like they're both still there. They're both still there. But it's like yeah, yeah this tacos. No, but it sounds like this, next season this, of cereal. Yeah, they, they had to. They had to go back to like their old truck. What? Oh, there we go. Thanks. Yeah, Neil, but like you missed it because Will just said it sounds like next season of Serial. 
But um, because like there's a weird thing. I always like figured if you grew up in Southern California or like Los Angeles, uh, that just it's just like you know if you grew up in Jersey, you love Bruce Springsteen no matter what. I always figured like Tom Petty was that for there. There is a little bit of like hometown heroes, but my hometown heroes are like X and the Vandals. Yes, that's <laughs> like, true. Like those are you know and the Go Go's. Yes, and yeah. and uh, and even Guns and Roses. Like well, Tom, Tom Petty's also not from here. He's for but like it's like Florida. he's you know yeah. he's like a true Angelino, meaning he moved here in his twenties. Yeah. <laughs> As someone who was born here, I really take issue with that. <laughs> no, you're uh, from listen, Los Angeles. Listen, yeah, but a true Angelino birthright Angelino citizenship is bullshit. <laughs> Uh, guys, recently, speaking of punk rock, uh, Wiggles member Greg Page uh, at their reunion concert went into cardiac arrest during uh, the show. Oh. He, had a, he has had a procedure and is now recovering in the hospital. But how crazy is a Wiggles concert that you go, you have a heart attack during it? Well, well in like costumes, right? Like furry? No, no, the Wiggles are, are just like in... You're thinking of the Teletubbies. Teletubbies. I think I am. Yes. <laughs> And like, you are and you are entirely justified in making this mistake. Yeah. I, I like the idea that like everybody was up there and I'm like, oh, he's doing the wiggle dance. He's doing no, he's grabbing his heart. Yeah. No, he's falling over. He's not dancing. It's it was like if he had died, it would have been like just like weird. Like no one like when it comes to like musicians died on stage. You got Tiny Tim, mm-hmm. right when he was walking off. Mm-hmm. Um, Greg Sandman. Who was that? Greg Sandman from, from Morphine. Morphine, um, and. In a different kind of way, but still died on stage. Dimebag Daryl from Pantera. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But like uh, that's that one, that one is in a no, its own category. Just, yeah. This, someone this just murdered on stage. He was murdered on stage. But um, still, but he did technically. It's like a bunch of opera true. stars and the him. best kind of true. Best kind of true. Yeah. Technically true. Um. The the, the what. My question is, who goes to a Wiggles reunion concert? Do you bring kids to it? Oh yeah, or you bring is it your kids to it? But like, well, but do you bring little kids reunions. to it, or so do you bring like the guys are like, I'm 20, but fucking the the original Wiggles changed my life. So you're going back for the reunion concert? Like, I'm not, I'm not. Quite are the sure. Wiggles old enough for people who listen to them as kids to be parents with their own kids now? I don't think they are. Mm. I don't think they've even. Well, how been old was for that guy? <laughs> I mean, he looks like uh, he was in his, uh, uh, you know, 50s. All right. Well, so you think that maybe he started in his twenties? I don't know when the how old the Wiggles were. Well, they probably gave up and then decided to do the Wiggles in their mid forties. Okay, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, probably like children of the two thousands. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if anybody cares, but this is the longest conversation I've ever had about the Wiggles. <laughs> you know what? I think it's the longest conversation anyone's had about the Wiggles. <laughs> All right. I'm glad we did it. I we yeah. did it. Way to go, everybody. Um, I'm going to play a uh, Doritos Super Bowl commercial okay, starring Sam Elliott. And uh, I want to see he, uh, if anyone knows what he's saying in it. Okay. You got okay. to uh, listen carefully um, and see if anyone can get it. Comes into a saloon, Sam Elliott. Comes up to the bar. I got the horses in the back. Horse stack is attached. Hat is matte black. I got the boots as black to match. Riding on a horse. Ah! You can whip your Porsche. Oh, it's Lil Nas. I've been in. That is yep. right, Neil. Oh, I'm gonna take my horse to the town road. I'm gonna ride till I can't 
no more. I got the horses in the back. The horse stock is attached. Head is mad at black. Got the boosters black to match. Riding on a horse. You can whip your Porsche. I've been in the valley. You ain't been up off that Porsche. Now. So, how, how, when did that Doritos commercial come out? It'll be coming out for the Super Bowl. They leaked it early. Do you think that someone will... Uh, loop in his lines over uh, the instrumental I'm sure, by the time the Super Bowl is I'm over. I'm sure it's already happened. Yeah. It's already out. Of course, I would also like to just uh, see a parody of that commercial and get to hear I'm gonna take your dick, put it in my Cupcakes hole. version. <laughs> what? What? Any excuse to play this. What product do you think they'd sell in this commercial? All right. Um, I That's don't know. a salty banana. What would they? What would it's like? What, what would they sell? For yeah, the, for that what, one. Yeah, what, gonna take your dick, put it in my hole. Gonna ride till I can't no gonna more. Gonna take your chip, put gonna it take in your my chip, put, hole. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's just a, another Pringles. Doritos commercial. Well, better for Pringles, I think. Doritos are chips. They are chips. They are chips. That's already Was that a the Doritos. debate? If Doritos are chips, <laughs> has someone claimed that they're not? I don't know. I thought you were. Is this I think an issue? Would, I, I think Pringles this, would be a harder. Is this something we should get angry this, about? Yeah, I feel like uh, it's a thing that we need to have hot takes on. Do you know Lil Nas X? Are you kept up with that at all? <laughs> I you're yeah, not on I Twitter, mean, so you lose out on a lot of uh, a lot of the quick memes of the day. Being it's not like on based. Twitter is the second best thing I've ever done in my life. What's the first? Getting married to Anne. Okay. Um, I was, uh, gonna, you know, what my plan was. I thought I was hoping you were going to say like, uh, like stopping drinking, and I was yeah. going to be like, "What about your wife and kid?" Uh, 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 to be fair, he, the fucking, kid has not come up yet. You have like a, a good heart, yes. and you didn't, and it, and it kind of ruined my snarky joke. Uh, I'm sorry. I feel like I let you down. <laughs> uh, do you want to do it again? You want to try again? No, the moment's passed. Back okay, one. back to right. one. Okay. Um, yes, I am aware of him. Yeah. Uh, I've heard that song. Um, it's not my my thing, but it's catchy. Yeah. And um, I love how angry it makes white people. <laughs> yeah, that was a night. That's why we actually, you know, well, we, yeah. we, we were there from the beginning following the, if, the whole saga. If there's one thing that I have held on to through like uh, all of my musical tastes as long as I can remember, uh, the angrier it makes white people, the more I like it. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you should. Uh, what's like? What would be? A, like, like I was listening to Gigi Allen yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> just, just by accident. Like the Jabbers or like Gigi Allen? Gigi like Allen. Gigi Allen. Junkies. Yeah. Yeah. Because okay. the Jabbers yeah. are great. And well, here's the thing. Like, my memories of Gigi Allen are mostly him beating himself up on stage and then be, you know, and it being sensationalized on like the Morton Downey show or yes. something like that. Like yeah. that, those are, that was how I was exposed to Gigi Allen. Yeah. So I was listening to, I told Spotify to make a playlist off of, uh, I think off of a Pennywise song. Yeah. And, uh, put Gigi Allen? somehow at some point, at some point in the, in, like in, in, in the, the, in the mix, they were like, here, have some Gigi Allen. Yeah. And I was like, this sounds like Gigi Allen, but I can't imagine that it would actually be Gigi Allen. If you liked Broheim, you yeah. may like uh, <laughs> Bro him. It's bro him. It's a him. No, it's why though. 
Yeah, like a hymn. Oh, I thought it was like Jewish. Like a hymn, like a thing, like you, uh, like a service. Whatever. The Anaheim Ducks use it. I don't need it. <clears throat> oh, boy. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'm right there with you. <laughs> That's right, you guys both hockey guys. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the uh, <laughs> Surviving Doors members are going to reunite alongside Chris Novoselic. Oh, you know what they should do? So there's two, so, right? So the Doors now have a bass player. That's true. Yeah, that's yeah. weird. weird. Guess vocals. I wish I wish this Who's, had come up when Dave Foley was here. Oh yeah, you're right. We could have we could blown his mind. <laughs> ask him about uh, Bruce McCullough. I'm sure he would have said great things. Yep. You talk to any kid in the hall, I've realized, and they're like, oh, like they're so quick to just like shit on the rest of the kids in the hall, <laughs> and it's like you're like, this is exactly how I thought it would be. Uh, but yeah, guest vocalist for this reunion will be uh, Eurythmics, Dave Stewart, Mike and Nelson, and Haley Reinhardt. That's the, that's, the last two people. I don't know. Um, okay. If they really they wanted to reading. like okay. capture the real poetry of Jim Morrison's lyrics, they should get like a junior high schooler who's gotten <laughs> drunk for the first time ever. And I think he could really yeah. like justify those lyrics. And Not really went, anyone else. I always, I, I can't like it's once I saw Matt Bronger's bit about uh-huh. Jim Morrison just being the drunk in the backseat of your car that you have to take home that just wants to go to Burger King. Yeah. Like, uh, like yeah. it's like once it's like, I couldn't listen to any, uh, any door. So I was just like, just, I'm not sure if you ever heard the bit, but it's just like, he's that guy just like in the back, kind of like sloppy. He's just like, Let's go to Burger King. Yeah. We got to get a Burger King Whopper. <laughs> Whopper, Whopper. But really I think I and the Doors reached emotional maturity parody when I was 16. Yes. Uh, and then I grew out um, about a year later. Yeah. Um, and I tried to go back and listen. And I was like, no. Yeah. I just... A yeah. little bit of it, a little, a little bit, bit of, of it, it. A little, but but overall, um, uh, it doesn't really it doesn't do much for me. Songs are too long, even like they're good songs, they go on too long. Yeah, like that's, LA Woman, it's, it's like good. seven tracks and three hours long or something. It's well used as underscore in movies. I will give it that. Like, I mean, that's why Smash Mouth picked up that mantle. Yeah, they're just like, get, <laughs> oh get, my get, god, we just get, found the, get, uh, get. the origin code of Smash. I said that in my in my uh, Comedy Central special. Oh, I, really? just, I said the door the doors were just the Smash Mouth of their time. Yeah, that's which really true. Yeah, uh, wow. Can you imagine how big Smash Mouth would have been if Steve Hollander or whatever that guy's name is had fallen off Steve a cliff? Hollander. Huh? Who? What? Savage Steve Hollander? Savage Steve? No, I don't know who's. Oh, the like lead singer of the Doors. Or the Smash Mouth of Smash Mouth. Okay. Oh, that's wait, the lead singer of Smash Mouth fell off a cliff. No, but if he had, if he had died somehow, can <laughs> oh, you imagine how big? <laughs> that's the only thing that uh, would save Smash Mouth is if, like, oh, they just they needed a death in the band. Of a yeah, too young. Yeah, if a, he had like just like, fucking walking on the sun came out and then he, nah, fe- he'd probably like be on a jet ski or yeah, 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 yeah. hanging out with his friends, <laughs> hanging out with my friends. I, I heard a story like a few years ago that. Uh, likely apocryphal that uh, Raymond Zarek really wanted to license Doors music for advertising and stuff like get paid right yeah. and Robbie Krieger because the music is owned by the Doors mm-hmm. Robbie Krieger was like Jim Morrison would never agree to that he wouldn't want his music to be used that way and he refused to give permission to do it and I remember thinking Jim Morrison would have sold his fucking music <laughs> For a six pack of 
cheap beer. Yeah. Like yeah. in a heartbeat. And then I was, and then like Manzarek dies before he ever gets to like go and like, like before he outlives Robbie Krieger. Yeah. yeah. Right. Before he can like, cash oh in. man, what a bummer. So when you said surviving members of the doors, it's just Robbie Krieger. I guess so. Well, I and mean, then they had, they had a, a base of oversell. They had yeah. a bassist in there in the studio. Like they have a bassist oh, okay. on the records. Yeah. Um, so, so let's see Surviving Members of the Doors uh, John Densmore and Robbie Krieger will unite alongside Nirvana bassist Chris Amoselic and a rotating cast of singers uh, for a benefit yeah because it was a drummer uh, the piano player a guitarist and a oh, singer yeah. so oh, yeah. so two of them are dead uh, I made some joke on Twitter about uh, Jim Morrison dying in France and I got a seven uh, tweet response that was a guy telling me what actually happened is that he died of a heroin overdose in a club and then these bouncers took him back and threw him in a bathtub and drew, put water all over him. I wasn't really interested, but it did come to me. Thank goodness the <laughs> historical record on that yeah. has been set yeah. straight. Anything else from your spam folder you're going to share? <laughs> Any there are these pills. Yeah. <laughs> Man, at the beginning of every year, I go through and unsubscribe from all the bullshit email lists I've gotten on. Yeah. AXS and fucking Ticketmaster. Every time, I'm like, I want to uns unsubscribe. Okay, it's going to take about 12 days. Yeah. And then all this shit shows up. Okay, what computer takes 12 days to do fucking anything? <laughs> yeah. Especially unsubscribe you from a mailing list. And I have this thing where like, my primary email box which I don't usually use to like buy stuff because I don't want junk mail going there. But AXS stuff was going there and I was like, oh, like unsubscribe, unsubscribe. And then I, the box was getting full. So then my friend taught me this trick where you just do a search for unsubscribe and then anything with that in the lower like part of the email shows up and then you just delete all of that and it frees up so much space because it all has images and whatever. Oh. And I deleted my letter candy tickets. Oh, no, <laughs> buddy. Oh, no. Yeah, so... What do you get at? How do you? I've you just go onto your profile, right? I don't know. I've, I've submitted several requests. Yeah, <laughs> and they go, "We've received your request." We got we got a lot of unsubscribing. So in about thirteen days, <laughs> yeah. we're yeah. gonna get back yeah. to you. Um, so you know, you go to you go to Kings games all the time. I am a season ticket holder. Season ticket holder. Yeah. You guys ever run into each other? Because you, you, I don't you know. think so. Because sometimes Laura Silverman is a season ticket holder, right? Uh, she was last year, and then the year before that, we had half season tickets, and the year before that, we had half season tickets. Well, who, is, who are some of the celebrities that are uh, other the other celebrities that are at the? Uh, Gabriel Iglesias is a big. Uh, he has his own parking spot at the fucking. He, yeah, he's yeah. a big deal. Uh, Colin Hanks loves hockey. That's mm -hmm. right. He's yeah, yeah he was here, uh, and he loves hockey the way I love hockey, which is uh, which is cool. Like having grown up with it in the eighties. And he loves the same defunct teams that I love: the Minnesota North Stars, the Hartford Whalers, the Quebec Nordiques. And is yeah. that like is that around the same time you were? Oh yeah, yeah. That's when I was watching it. Yeah, so it's very very similar. It's it's. Uh, Alyssa Milano's a huge hockey fan. Yep, that's right. She um, is. I see her at games all the time. And uh, who's the Kings? What's the the? Is it a lion? Right. Yeah. What's his name? Yeah, Bailey. 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 Yeah. What? King of the Jungle? King of the Jungle. Oh, yeah. all right. Because the Kings. Yeah. And um, Will Ferrell sits in front of me sometimes. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a big... Retta goes to games a lot. Retta? Yeah. Oh, wow. It's a big hockey night tonight. You know that? It uh, is? Down, down at Staples Center. Yeah. Uh, all the Protestant players are playing. It's Martin Luther uh, King's Day, so they just try to play the Protestant. You guys don't... <laughs>
You know, I what? watched that car go off the edge of the cliff in slow motion, and it was amazing. I was like, Toots is no. It was, <laughs> <laughs> it was a long way to go, but it also wasn't worth it. Hey. Uh, I, have, I have holiday jokes, and that is my Martin That's Luther King holiday, holiday joke. joke. Yeah, what's uh, what was uh, what's the thing that um, Melana Trump like? Melania. It was just like it just said Happy MLK. In black letters on a white. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. Like, mm. I was trying to find a way to be less sincere and more offensive. Yeah, it's, like, <laughs> it's, it's better if you just didn't. You know, it's like sometimes. Oh boy, what a terrible time. Kanye West. Uh, who, Speaking of terrible things, yeah, I, whom I don't like. Although recently, um, uh, shit was Nick Cave, um, Nick Cage. No, so he was uh, in on Kanye. West. I got, I, I got to remember this and try and look it up. Luke like, Cage. Um, I think he he said uh, he said Kanye is like the best, the greatest living artist or something like that right now, or the strong best strong disagree. Yeah, strong disagree. real strong disagree. And I've tried. Oh my God, have I tried? <laughs> I've tried so much. Um, a long time, and then he just kind of fell off. And this is and this is like a thing that like every time like everyone's kind of like they excuse this stuff they excuse this stuff they, you know mm-hmm. like uh, and they go let him do he's crazy blah blah it's fine but he's like puts out great music Kanye West to headline prayer rally with anti LGBTQ religious leaders yeah he's um, good one Randy oh. good one yeah that's the uh, you know. You get a lot of Jesus in him. I mean, these days. I knew he was a piece of shit already. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I just have nothing to add to that. Yeah. He is, he is a piece of shit. Yeah. I didn't really, it's like I knew it wouldn't be much of a conversation bringing it up, but I did want people to know that he does indeed suck. Yeah. <laughs> He's terrible. It's, it's terrible. It's just, uh, you know. First of all, fuck you. The, uh, I was like, um, uh, Gabby Schultz, uh, who's also Ken Doll, he's a, he's a cartoonist I really, really like that I used to know back in Hawaii. Um, but he just did like a really quick uh, little webcomic on Instagram and I, I beg everyone to follow him. He's great and fucked up and sad. Uh, but like <laughs> he did this one just like basically talking about how like shitty Bob Dylan is. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like crazy in the comments. Really? Like people going, how fucking dare you? What do you know? You used to like this account. You would have think he said something very divisive, divisive politically, but yeah. he just talked about how. Bob Dylan is just kind of like shitty to women, like and just kind wow. of overrated for like you know the amount of stuff they've done that was genius compared to the amount of stuff he's done, and like and that people were going crazy. It was Eesh. nuts. It's weird what activates tribal loyalties in people. <laughs> yeah, like you never know what it's going to be. Yeah, and so much of the internet is just like. I'm going to seek out someone who is apostate according to my narrow definition of things and spend the entirety of my day trying to harass them. And like, it's, you know, it's, it's, I don't get that. It's really odd. It, like just the, and I, I, I find myself falling into it sometimes where it's just like, it's like, you know, as much as I hate trolls and stuff like that, like sometimes I'm in a weird mood and I just respond to somebody or yeah, say something you know. and, Oh shit, I got a grenade in my pocket. Yeah, yeah, it. exactly. Yeah. You know, um, see, not being on Twitter, I don't have those impulses anymore. Yeah, <laughs> they're just gone. Yeah, you don't have to have a take. I I don't, and like, and you even if now. I did, if I did, who cares? Yeah, like 
I th- the who thing wants I'm- to hear my hot take on that fucking thing? I know. Nobody. Yeah. yeah. But you feel invisible though, right? You feel like everyone's forgotten about you though, right? <laughs> I was projection going on. I was (laughs) was warned by people uh, who benefited from me being on Twitter that if I left, it was going to like really negatively impact my career and it was going to negatively impact like my ability to get people into shows and all that stuff. And uh, they were wrong. It has not. The only thing that is different in my life is that I'm not hanging out with the Nazis anymore. (laughs) Yeah. And I'll go to my favorite message board for Nazis and yeah. just shoot the shit. Yeah. yeah. I got, Too bad. They got yeah. really cool in the last couple of months. <laughs> and the thing is, like, I don't even follow anything that, like, would upset me just to, like, oh, like, oh let's see what those fuckers are up to. But it ends up there anyway. Like, yeah. Because other people comment about it and then that shows up. It's like, mm. really, like, because I only follow people I am generally interested in hearing from. But then you hear their takes on the other shit yeah and then that shows up and then every comment under that and yeah i was even something like it's you know i follow like a, a instagram account uh that i like of like for the town that i grew up in kailua and um and there was like some like news article thing and then some guy commented it was like there was like this guy that kind of like lost it and you know murdered his landlord and it was you know, a terrible story and then but it's like some guy was like, it's like, can't wait till uh, this guy, you know, gets to plead insanity and doesn't have to serve any jail time for this horrible thing he did. Thanks, liberals. Uh, oh, and then yeah. I just like respond with him as I do with just dork. Yeah. Uh, and then some guy responded to me. Some other guy said, like, LMAO, uh, you're a joke. And then I respond to him with uh, uh, literally my job, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was nice of him to uh, to acknowledge that. Yes, yeah, I thought I was, I was like, oh, you're uh, oh a fan. Yeah, yeah. I, I sort of to combine those two. If you're ever on Twitter and it's getting you really down, there's thing you can do that I have done, which is you follow a um, you follow the emergency dispatch from your hometown, and it just tells you like fires and accidents and where they're going because you're like, oh, that makes me feel terrible. Oh, that makes me feel, me feel terrible. Well, at least I didn't die in a car accident in my hometown. No, I can't think of car accidents. <laughs> Um, guys. Yes. Recently, the band Slipknot. Um, oh, your new I'm band. done. No, no, <laughs> no. I, I, Slipknot is, is Jonah Radio's official. We don't like their music, but we kind of like everything else about them. It's yeah, uh, I can get with that. Yeah. Goodbye. Um, <laughs> like it's like the the main dude uh, is it's like seems like a really great guy, really smart, really thoughtful, like very creative. Yeah. And then like he like you know they put out a new album. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna check it out. Not good. I don't like <laughs> yeah. it. No, I don't want to say not good. I just like it's like doesn't doesn't speak to me. Yeah. But uh, recently, uh, Slipknot had to release a uh, uh, a list of banned clothing items for their shows. Please tell me you have some of the items that are on this list. <laughs> <laughs> there, uh, the full list of banned items include um, such potential distractions as laser pointers. I can get that, especially those new green ones. Those you could like take an oh, eye yeah, out. You can hurt somebody yeah. with those. Uh, but well, man, they, oh man, have you ever played with those? They're really fun. You fucking just point it up in the sky you and it just keeps going. You can, you can hit the moon. Yeah. You can fucking touch the moon with these yeah. things. Well, they, that I actually I was reading about this. That's just because they're touring with cats this time. They don't want to. They don't. Oh, that's yeah, a, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, There's a cat show yeah. in the that middle of sense. the on oh, stage. A lot of sense. Version of the movie, <laughs> yes. It's a yeah. slit. It's, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, Neil, that, that was more than I thought you could pull out in, in, in from the Catsiverse. 
I'm a very multifaceted person. Were they called jellicles? <laughs> I don't know anything about it. Jellicles. They are cats. called jellicles. Yeah, they are. Why are they called jellicles? I, I thought they were know, cats. But I saw a thing it's, today where it was like a jellicle name generator, and then I got mad. I got I got mad at that. <laughs> it's like I was like enough already. Like, are you really? Are you mad at it's those? It's like a mythical calico. Oh, jellica. Jellicle is yeah. a type of calico. So it's just a certain type of pattern. So of all the cats in cats are mythical cats. They're not like actual cats. Well, they, they fucking sing songs, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I have a cat and I'm reasonably sure he sings songs in cat language. <laughs> um, yeah, but the other items uh, include... That is not an item of clothing, by the way. Oh, no, you, oh, never, no, sorry, you haven't sorry, seen other, that, like, other chain mail made yeah. out of sorry, laser uh, pointers? Uh, it's like, so, like, you know, laser pointers, fireworks, candles, whistles, and signs. Um, but it was the fashion... Like, it's like, and apparently, like, everyone's like, yeah, okay, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. But it was the fashion items, the things uh, that really got a lot of the fans upset Maga with has. the band. Um the list included large belt buckles, large chain wallets, chain uh, chains at all, or sharp pointed rings, Ooh. and spiked bracelets, belts, collars, boots, jackets. I mean, these. This is this is also the band that looks like a bunch of chainsaws come to life and they, they wander on the stage and, yeah, and like play this music. They get a lot of time travelers from 1999 <laughs> at their shows. Yeah. I mean, it's like you got to think if like if you're wearing the spikes and you have all the stuff or in your hands and yeah, you know, like and then there's a pit. It's like you know you get slammed into someone or maybe there's some a tall guy with spikes on his jacket mm-hmm. yeah. and then skimming by someone that's shorter right across their face. Yeah. You know, you think the Slipknot fandom is incapable of policing this on their own? <laughs> <laughs> I. Slipknot police think- just gives just gives me an idea for a yeah. TV show. There was a I'll bring back my favorite uh, disclaimer sandwich board that was outside the Wiltern for uh, Dragon Force. It said no swords of any kind, not even like, boffer swords, like because people were showing up in full like Ren Fair gear. Oh my god! <laughs> it's or, not like, no swords armor. This the, like all this shit. I was like, what? That's bullshit, man. You should be able to go into that show in all your armor. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so this is like a, all kind of kind of came out because of a, a um, the venue they're going to be doing in Glasgow, and um, it's uh, like the venue itself. It's like, and these are like people, ex- you know, expressing their displeasure, uh, saying, "I know the hydro does tend to have a lot of security uh, in place, and that's fair enough. But when you're uh, when you're seeing that it's belt buckles and wallets, ninety nine percent of that stuff is ideally what people want to wear to this gig." And then another uh, a, a girl who was very upset. She uh, said, "The boots I've got for the gig are metal with spikes. Can't wear them. I have a leather jacket with spikes on it. Can't wear that." Doesn't that kind of sound like she bought boots for the Slipknot gig? Yeah. It well, sounds like the boots were presented to her. Like, okay, have these boots. Okay, just a second. It's only half your present. Yeah. <laughs> Fish down in the toe. Yeah. Reach into the boot. There's a mouse trap in one and a present in the other. Some uh, some people on Twitter have been saying, um, uh, with all these band uh, items at the Slipknot show, uh, I'm looking forward to 10,000 goths and cardigans and harem pants. <laughs> yeah. We went, I uh, went to Bauhaus. Oh, yeah. Uh, How was that the show? Uh, they were great. They were fantastic. So I went with John Ross Bowie. And, yes. Uh, and John, we're walking, friend, friend of the show. we're walking in and John says, for those who don't know, John plays Kripke on Big Bang Theory. John and I walk in together 
And John leans over and he goes, I think we get to take the night off from being guys on TV. And I go, and I go, what do you mean? And he goes, there is nothing less goth than admitting that you like the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> so we saw them at the Palladium. We were on the floor. They were amazing. Can you fucking believe that two dudes who were my age tried to start fistfights at a Bauhaus show? <laughs> fucking really? Yeah. That's wow. like for no fucking reason. The guy just turns around. This guy, like a few feet from me, turns around and just tries to unload on on a, a relatively diminutive woman wow. who fucking busted open his nose. What? Yes. Like I am, I've seen my share of fights at clubs. I know how to not get caught up in them. It's yeah. like not a big deal. I have never seen a smallish woman just, she was hitting this guy so hard and we hit him over and over and over and over again. She must have hit his nose six times. Fuck. And John Good finally, John finally, John finally grabbed her and was like, all right, okay, yeah, yeah. right? <laughs> the guy turns around, the guy who started the fight turns around, just looks like that, that Andrew WK. Yes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, a couple of days later, I posted pictures from the show on Instagram, and, and I said, they were amazing. I loved them. What? I don't know how, why this happened. I don't understand. I'm very confused. The girl follows me on Instagram. Oh, my no God. No shit. And leaves a message on Instagram and, is, and says, uh, yeah, I got a little carried away. And I was like, what happened? <laughs> I just want to know, like, how did you come to fisticuffs? At Bauhaus during Passion of Lovers, why are you not paying attention to the fucking song? She says that would this, be the Passion of Lovers. My she man. said that guy just—he had a fucking hard on for me and the guy I was with all night. He just kept turning around and trying to start shit with us, and we weren't doing anything. Wow! And I was just like, "You think drugs were involved?" She's like, "A hundred percent." I uh, last night I was I was driving and I pulled up in between two people who were getting into a fight from their cars. The one was making a left turn and one was making a right turn and I was going straight. So they were just fucking screaming at each other and just listen to my music and I pull right up and like kind of look over and somebody's yelling and I look over the other way and there's a guy in the back that are kind of yelling and like turned green and I just kept going straight (laughs) and they were still screaming at each other. It was pretty great not to be involved. Hey, I brought it to a point. Yeah. <laughs> um, Johnny Marr is going to be joining Hans Zimmer to score the James Bond film No Time to Die. Ooh. So you got. That's kind of interesting. It is a little interesting move. I think that's. And think it's that's a new James cool. Bond for hipsters. You got you got uh, Phoebe Waller Bridge writing the script. Right. You got Johnny Marr on the soundtrack. And uh, Billie Eilish is doing the the single for it. That's right. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So. Yeah. But she don't know Van Halen, so how is she supposed to do it? Uh, she, she, she's gonna accidentally write jump. That's what she's gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is good, but you've really never heard of Van Halen, huh? Okay. Um, recently, Napalm Death. Uh, wow, great Napalm metal. They, they put out a single, uh, and the B side of the single is a um, Commodore's cover. It's a Sonic Youth cover. Oh, oh okay. So they, they covered uh, White Cross. Uh, so here's the, of course, the. Uh, the Sonic Youth version. Great. I can see this. I can see why a metal band would be interested in this. Yeah. Okay, all right. 
there's the napalm death version. metal changes sort of feeling even in the original yeah it's it's funny because it just it it doesn't sound like it would be a cover like it's like if i heard yeah. that with you know yeah just that they kind of they're it's rare to like be playing almost exactly the same thing but just because of the nature of the type of band and how they play mm-hmm. completely makes it their own yeah. which is always very nice you a cover man you like covers it depends um i sort like uh in general i'm pro cover mm-hmm. um uh but I don't seek them out. Yes. It's um, kind of hard to. They I got, like, you just got to find them usually. I yeah. love Agent Orange's punk covers. I love their cover of Pipeline. I love their cover of Miserloo. Yeah. Um, I think that's really great. Uh, I love X's cover of Soul Kitchen. Yeah. There are cover versions that I think are better than the original version. Oh, yeah. Um, you won't find a disagreement here. Uh, I, I think Hendrix's uh, All Along the Watchtower is vastly oh, superior. Oh, God. Villains. I mean, vastly, yes. massively it's superior such a great to song. Um, when I heard the original version, I was like, this song sucks. This is a yeah. terrible song. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so I do. I, I like them. Uh, I, I like them a lot. Uh, Marky Ramone's Punk Rock Blitzkrieg on the Sirius XM app oh. um, is, uh, is pretty good. Yeah. Um, uh, and they will they have drops that are like punks love covering other bands yeah. and they even love covering other punks and then you'll hear like some very obscure uh just like studio just a demo yeah. of of some some band like green day covering like the commodores or yeah. something yeah. ridiculous like that on the new the new single for uh green days uh the new single that just came out which like I just I realized my friend Malia James like she did the video for it, but um, it's uh, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head, but like uh, it's an old. Basically, they I accidentally typed in Green Ray, which is uh, my next uh, covers album. Uh, <laughs> but uh, they you can't uh, call me Dookie. The um, it's it's the song's called Oh Yeah. Um, and is it a cover of the yellow song because that would be pretty great. Uh, oh, but uh, just oh, just punk, <laughs> just punking that up. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, was is that the oh, oh yeah yeah that's yeah it's in uh, Ferris Bueller's Day. That's off. right. Yeah. God, uh, that would be an amazing thing to add for any band yeah. to just yeah. add. So um, by and large, it's just your your typical Green Day song for yeah. a bit. But like, wait till it gets to the chorus, and like, I know I'm just blanking on who it is, but it's like, I think a 70s song is like the chorus.
Where's that from? I don't know. I mean, a lot of songs have. Oh yeah. No, this is. No, it's how it beats that, not just the words. That sounds like Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. Do you want to touch me? That's right. That's what it is. There you go. So that's kind of interesting. He's sampling. That is interesting. Like within a rock song. Point this couch. It's not. Couch versus couch, it's, yeah. everyone's, it's everyone for themselves. Have you been keeping oh, wait. score? Oh, oh, oh yeah, I'm winning. <laughs> oh, yes. Exactly. So you're saying <laughs> I that, like your response. Oh, yeah. oh the words, oh, so yeah, has been that, said in lots of... So that's, that's an original song that they added that oh, yeah chorus that's a sort of cover of a chorus. I guess so. It kind of sounds like a okay. sample. It sounds like a sample, I'm realizing now, like uh, re-listening to it. Look, uh, can you pull this song up and look at... Uh, what authors if uh or writers if they um how, if they sample how do i do that oh i don't know i used to be, know how to do it i don't anymore. <laughs> I, i'm thought, sorry i, I was like that. is there a thing on itunes where you could yeah you can you could you it, when you you know when the it used to be like a big spreadsheet that you could just click on and listen to music there was a way to sort by like composer by uh record yeah. label there was all sorts of like really that's deep like stuff. the last time i used itunes <laughs> was back then it was when it was like itunes that. doesn't even that's exist great. anymore real oh it's, it's apple just, music it's, now it's just music oh it's yeah. not even apple just music sucks. yeah there's apple music there's music blah 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 um radiohead uh, oh. they just uh launched uh radiohead public library the digital archive collects rarities unseen concert footage and playlists all in one spot uh for all of you uh, other radio heads out there. <laughs> is this part of that? So they were being some group of shitty people was trying to blackmail them. So they just dumped everything online and was like, go fuck yourself. Yeah. That's so like, this that's, sounds like, this sounds like related to that. Yeah. It's the blackmail related to someone got a bunch of their old masters or oh, some outtakes like, and yeah. said, pay us money or we're going to release them. And Radiohead was also like, like <laughs> do you know nothing about Radiohead? Here you go world. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it's do you a, know nothing about the music industry. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to make any money. Did yeah. you just threaten to put out an album? Yeah. <laughs> and then they, this is like a bunch of the stuff. There's gonna be like a webcast from Radiohead's kid, a era, a uh, full pro shot live film of Radiohead's legendary 2006 headlining performance at Bonnaroo. Uh, whole um, uh, like performance they did at Tel Aviv. Um, Forty minutes of like just like it's just like everything they just put like almost everything they had just on this site for people to go through, which is neat. I'm not a fan of the band, but it's neat that like I like bands that would do that to kind of take control of all the stuff that's spread out across right. like YouTube and stuff like that. Well, I feel like they did that around the time Hail to the Thief came out that they like kind of embraced file sharing and, yeah. and they dumped a bunch of stuff on like that. I think Napster then, was still re- re- relatively new then. What was the Rainbow record where they just paid rainbows? Rainbows. Yeah, rainbows. Pay pay what you can or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's right. Um but yeah, it's uh, I like that uh, you know it's, it's band's interesting that, back. That's what band, why Bandcamp is so great. You know, it's in, it's interesting they're doing it themselves because I've I've heard of especially like older bands in in Santa Cruz, for example, the they like donated their archive to UC Santa Cruz, and they were like, okay, great, everything we have here, you deal with it. And then the university was like, okay, we'll we'll go through, we'll catalog it, we'll put everything together. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they're like. Yeah, we're not going to give it to anybody. We're just going to do it our damn selves. This is kind of interesting. And to wrap up our music news, uh, Bjork uh, composed a score for... What do you think she composed a score for? It is probably like Uh, a ballet. Wiener dog races. Wiener dog races? Neil. 
Um, the next Greta Gerwig movie. Next Greta Gerwig movie. So film. I would I would say maybe like a Matthew Barney movie. Like maybe she she she's uh, Apple Super Bowl commercial. Oh, that's it. Oh uh, no, she's doing um, a, a score for a New York City hotel lobby. Okay. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. She no, was that assisted was... by Microsoft AI. Um, I am totally non-ironically a hundred percent into that. I think yeah. that's super cool. <laughs> it's really. Neat. I think that's Wh- really which really hotel super was cool. It? Yeah. It's a. She's a. It's a, a boutique New York City hotel lobby. The score is titled Corsifan, uh, and the uh, she made it in collaboration with uh, Microsoft AI Tech, um, and uh, it's it's a. Uh, she did it like with the Hammerlin Choir, and you know it's it doesn't say oh it's a, oh it's a sibling it's um it's a sibling of the Ace Hotel, oh, so okay. it's like an yeah. Ace Hotel thing. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I love that. That's a that's a very cool like semi public art project. That's yeah. I, yeah, I'm really into that. I think that's really neat. She said um, Bjork explained her accept, uh, that she accepted the gig, a involvement and all after it was offered to her directly. An architectural structure in downtown Manhattan offered me the. Does anyone have a good Bjork? <laughs> An architectural... No, I can't do it. <laughs> My voice is too good. Uh, offered me a hand in the AI tango and I accepted the call. I am alert with curiosity awaiting the results. I offered them my choir archives written over 17 years that will float through the pinball of artificial intelligence by the grid of bird migrations, clouds, aeroplanes, and the voluptuous thing called barometer. Hudson Valley happens to be one of the most bird traffic deltas on the planet. I know this of my own experience. Hope you will enjoy this warmth, Bjork. Wow, I'm super into it. Yeah, I'm like I I love that. I was like I think there's going to be people that would just go and check out. I mean, just that, go hang yeah. out in the lobby. Yeah, it's like it's like that. Then the whole hotel is going to just make their money off of people just going to the lobby bar to just yeah. grab a drink so they can listen yeah. to the fuck. It's like a listening yeah. party. That's really great. Well, we're going to take a break uh, for a song, and when we come back, uh, we're going to wrap up the show. Um, right now, we're going to be playing a song from the new AJJ record. Uh, good luck, everybody. This is Body Terror Song. It's great. I'm so sorry that you have to have a body. I'm so sorry that you have to have a body. Oh, yeah. I'm very sorry that you have to have a body. One that will hurt you and be the subject of so much of your fear it will betray you be used against you then it'll fail on you my dear but before that you'll be a doormat for every vicious narcissist in the world oh how they'll screw you all up and over then feed you silence for dessert
right. That was Body Terror Song by AJJ. This is Jonah Radio. Uh, AJJ is going on tour soon, uh, so be sure to go and check that out. Also, our friends Summer Cannibals are going back on the road uh, in the mm-hmm. next couple months. Um, be sure to check that out. All right. Well, that's the end of the show. Will, thank you so much for coming. Hey, thanks for having me. Did you me. have a good time? I did. It's nice to see you. Nice to see you as well. I haven't seen you in a very long time. It's, that's true. We have um, not been in the same place in a very long time. That's very true. It's hard to remember that when you're just like messaging. Like yeah. When we're just talking like it's, you know, and seeing, um, you know, when I see your bedhead, I feel like I'm there with you. <laughs> um, Every morning I open up my eyes and you're not there. <laughs> I'm there in spirit. Um, uh, anything coming up? Uh, you've been doing another uh, book, right? I've got two books uh, that are in editorial right now. One is a novel. Mm. Uh, it's a semi-autobiographical coming-of-age story set in 1983. Shit. Uh, and then my other, uh, the other book is a collection of essays and speeches um, about mental health. Mm. Um, I live with depression and anxiety and I'm, I advocate for people who also live with depression and anxiety. Yeah. Um, so a lot of it is about that, about like not being stigmatized by mental illness. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, uh, I am hosting the after show for Star Trek Picard on, oh. uh, for CBS. It's called Wait, Ready. Matt Myra couldn't do it. Uh, I don't, I don't know. So like what's weird is that I posted about it on Facebook and somebody was like, you're going to be way better than Matt Myra. And I was like, I don't think you need to slag my friend <laughs> yeah. to tell me that I'm going to be good. Like, Shut we can, up. I we, fucking agree with that dude. <laughs> we could, we could both, we could both be good in our own way. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, it's not a contest, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's really fun. Um, it, uh, new episodes drop every Thursday, um, everywhere. I'm really excited that CBS interactive is releasing this on Facebook, on YouTube, on Instagram, TV, uh, 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 on their own website. So like, however people want to consume media, they've made it easy to do that. And I've been arguing for years that the greatest threat to artists is, uh, obscurity. It's not piracy Mm -hmm. and, uh, like trying to drive, trying to funnel everyone to one place to watch a thing is a great way to lose enormous parts of your audience. Yes. Uh, Mm -hmm. and I've been making this argument to people who won't listen to me for 20 years. And, uh, CBS, when they came to me about it, they said, we're going to make this live everywhere so that everybody can watch it. So if you're a Star Trek fan, if you're watching Star Trek Picard and you want to see me interview writers and and their showrunner and their directors and uh, people who are uh, in the cast, yeah. uh, you can see me do that every Thursday. That's really rad. You going to try and write any episodes for it? or uh, uh... I don't think I'm qualified. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that uh, fucking, you know, they got a murderer's row in that room, too. They yeah. really, really, and There's really like do. four people. Pulitzer winners in oh, that yeah. in, really? in the in the writers yeah Michael yeah. Shabon's a showrunner yeah oh, okay. so wow. I got uh, uh, I got to to interview Michael Shabon and uh, Hanalee Culpepper together and she is the first woman to direct a Star Trek pilot oh wow um, and uh, and he has won the Pulitzer Prize and he's won every genre fiction prize possible and I'm a massive fan of his and when when I when I I've hosted shows like this before. I just get so excited to talk to those people who are in the writer's room because that's what I do and that's yeah. that's what interests me and I get really excited to talk to the actors about their character choices um, and I often get pushed by the network to like do shallower kind of like fan service stuff yeah. and CBS is not making me do that. That's they great. are they are letting me just nerd out like 
with all of these people. Yeah, it's so you don't have to be really... like, it's like, it's like, what do you think your character is going to do? Like, yeah. uh, you know, that... tell me, why does your character wear the blah, blah, blah? Yeah, you know, yeah. It's like, if, if they want to know that, I want to know, like, what is it? In, why, why is it important to your character that she wear that sash or whatever it is? Yes. You know, just yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Um, and, and it's, uh, it's been really fun. We've already taped uh, some of them. I've watched about half the season. Right. Uh, I'm going to watch the rest of the season this week. Um, it's, it's a good show. It's a really good show. It is, it's very much of the next generation without being derivative of it, mm-hmm. without trying to reboot it. It clearly exists at a moment in time where we're building on Battlestar Galactica and Firefly mm-hmm. uh, uh, and Star Trek Discovery. Like it just, it there is a... Um, I remember you saying you just recently started getting into Star Trek Discovery, right? I Yeah, so I was... I didn't start watching Discovery until Frakes. I was Frakes had directed a bunch of them. Yeah. And I was like, "Listen, I want to support my friends. I just need to know which episodes are yours." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because, <laughs> because I watched because I watched some of the early episodes of the show and it just didn't land on me. I didn't get it. Yeah. And uh, and and he was like, "So start with episode ten. That's the first one I directed." And he said, and I, he said, "I think they figured out exactly what they were going to do with season one at, at episode 10. It's like oh, great yeah, when there's yeah. four left." Um, and I watched it and just fucking fell in love with it. Oh, that's great. Like, it's so great. And I'm watching Deep Space Nine for the very first time. Oh, wow. And that's really fun. And, uh, and because and I, when, when Deep Space Nine was new, I was a kid on Next Generation. So there was that like sibling rivalry. Yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, like, as, as you've heard me talk about every area code that's not 818. <laughs> and as you've heard me talk about Orange County, I'm a little tribal in these respects. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I couldn't bring myself to watch it because I was just like, I was like jealous of them. Yeah. Uh, and Max Temkin wrote a great guide. Like, here's how to watch next. Here's how to watch uh, Deep Space Nine without having to see every single episode. That's great. And, did you and, guest and on Deep Space Nine at all? I never did. Never did? No, I never did. And I have tons of friends that were in the cast. Oh, I'm sure. And yeah, yeah. So what inspired me was my friend Aaron played Nog and he died unexpectedly and very, very young. Mm. And uh, I thought, you know, we've been friends for years. We did a forgettable movie together in the late 80s. And um, we were both part of Star Trek, but we never talked about being part of Star Trek. Yeah. Like, we, like we, that never really came up. We'd see each other at cons. We never just, we never talked about it. And I thought this is a good way to remember my friend. Oh, that's really that's awesome. Awesome. Uh, And I'm going to watch his work. That's yeah, and, and he's wonderful oh, on, on the show. It's been and it's been really fun. It's been great that's, to do that. That's like, awesome. I don't know if you've been out in the world lately. It fucking sucks. Yes. <laughs> it is awful. It's hateful yeah. and and cruel and 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 just shit. Yeah, it's just terrible. And yeah. tribal. And, and super tribal. <laughs> and not in my good way. In the bad way. No, I'm saying like you're you're starting to like pull down those walls of those tribes, and now you're actually reaching out to that. Kid. Yeah, and it it it, it feels. Um, it feels so good to watch these things that are aspirational, yeah. that are post scarcity, that are post capitalist, that yeah. are just sort of like, like we're tackling really big issues. And my the number one thing, and I'll stop talking after this. My number one thing that I'm crazy about about Star Trek Picard is that it is so very clearly responding to Trump and responding to Brexit, oh, and, and and responding to just how in what feels like the blink of an eye as a civilization, we decided to just fucking turn our backs on people that struggle. Yeah. And, and, and somehow if we suck up to rich people enough, then, <laughs> then they'll let us into their club. Yeah, like yeah. it's no. so stupid. Um, uh, and, and this, and my feeling is that Picard is about that a little bit. 
Yeah. That it's just, it's a little bit about like what is happening right now and like real good science fiction. If you want it to be about what's happening now, it can totally be about that or it can be not about that at all. Yeah. Oh, that's great. That's awesome. Well, uh, very excited to, I got it. One of these days I got to get a subscription or at least a trial to CBS. CBS? You can do what I do and use my parents. Hey, awesome. Hey, I will say this for CBS. It's the only streaming service you get local news. So you want to find out what that thing is on fire over the hill? Yeah. You go to your CBS app. You can't do that on. But it's your parents' subscriptions. So you're getting Santa Cruz. No, no, you can like cho- it like chooses it for you. Well, it's been fun. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, you bet. Um, I will uh, be performing February 1st uh, in Seattle, uh, Portland on February 2nd, and then I will be doing uh, Eugene, Oregon, uh, and Bend, Oregon, uh, a couple days after that. Uh, go to uh, look up you know, go to my site like Bands in Town look me up on Bands in Town look, if you live in those cities I'd really like people to go to those shows and uh, that's about it so uh, if you like the show tell people about it leave some uh, leave some reviews right. tell your friends about it tell yeah. your friends bands about it tell Don't your just review. moms right. yes moms um, oh wait if anybody came here from for, like if anybody came to listen to this because they saw me talk about it on my Instagram or my Facebook or whatever uh, please like and subscribe hey <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're going to end um, recently uh, because of the wonder of uh, Instagram. Uh, I, I, uh, I like uh, got followed by uh, uh, Dave Hernandez, who was in one of my all-time favorite bands, Scared of Chaka, who he went on to be in uh, The Shins as well. Uh, but uh, I'm going to play a song because now that I'm internet friends with him, I'm going to play one of my favorite songs nice. from Scarachaka. With, <laughs> That's how law works. With right? impunity. Uh, but thank you so much, Will, for being here. Yeah, man. Thank I'm you, glad you asked. It's yeah, good to see you, everybody. Uh, oh, uh, and then, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, shit. The sh- yeah, okay. All right. All right. Bye. I'm back.